Good morning. Good morning. Morning. Oh, what? We have a we have a special guest again. Yeah, we, we're 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 privileged. Like someone decided to hang out with us, which is always strange. Twice in a row. Twice, that's yeah. uh, that's a record. Yeah, you guys are fun to hang out with. What are you talking about? Yeah. yeah okay. That's nice. Um, so, Melissa, you want to reintroduce yourself for people that may have forgotten since last time? Yep, yep. I am Melissa with the SJW Comic Book Club. We are a weekly book club style podcast with three friends, me and my friends Monte and Veronica, where we discuss the story arc in comics from a literary and progressive point of view. So uh, what, are you working awesome. on right, what are you working on right now? We are on our season 10, so we've got Femme Fatale's uh, theme that Monte has, and then we have a redemption arc that Veronica has. She's picked four comics, uh, the characters of, of comics we didn't like before. So we're trying to redeem the characters, see if we like them now with maybe potentially a better written comic. Um, and then hopefully the writers redeem them. Right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, like, did we not like the characters or did we just not like the story? That was basically mm. the premise of it. And then femme fatales, obviously, who, who doesn't love a good femme fatale story? So. Everybody loves the Femme Fatale. And there's lots of Femme Fatales in the comics. There's tons of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I think it's a fantasy for guys who read comics. You know, well, to get killed or hurt by a strong woman. That's yeah, kind of yeah. What they want. There, there, <laughs> there's been a few of those, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's just what they – that's that's their daydream. Exactly. So we're doing WandaVision. We're going to finish WandaVision today. That's right. Pretty ambitious, but we got it. We got five, five yeah. episodes to cover, um, but we right. can do it. No problem. Kind of split up, split our podcast up at the twist, right? So yes, the first part of the podcast was when <clears throat> all the episodes were basically doing homages to early TV sitcoms, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. now these last five are where we like pull back the curtain and reveal what's really going on. Yep, 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 yep. So we did we ended up on episode four, or are we starting on episode five? Five. Starting on episode five. All right. Yeah. So it's uh, on been... a on a very special episode. Yeah. Yeah. So this is where we get to see a lot more of the kids, and they're starting to like do their thing a little bit, which I think is interesting. Um, I got some information about the kids. Um, William and Tommy, Billy and Tommy. That's what they're named in the show, and that's what they're named in the comics. Uh, I put okay. this in the show notes that if anybody wants to read the comic, it's called The Children's Crusade. Uh, Melissa, did you guys read that? I don't think so. No. Yeah. So there's actually a really interesting – it's like apparently um, Tommy and Billy just randomly, individually joined the, a group called the Young Avengers, but they didn't know they were brothers and they didn't know they were related to Wonder Maximoff, but a series of events occurred to reveal that. And it's a very touching image. I'm going to post it into the uh, – I don't know where to post it. Let's post it into the Discord. I think you can see it. Uh, and uh, I just want to show you guys real quick if you guys see that image. It's really touching. It's like it shows um, Wiccan getting hugged by Scarlet, the Scarlet Witch. Aww. Apparently, like, yeah, it's yeah. very sweet. And like, I'm, I kind of want to read the story now just to see how they how they worked it out. Um, but to remind our listeners, uh, in the comics, Wanda uh, cast a spell on herself to have these children, but eventually they had, they went away because you know their their spells. But and uh, I guess it's the same thing in the show. She cast a spell and she had some kids. So there you go. So um, it's kind of precarious. Like you, you're worried about these children's lives because, of course, like I guess they're real but also not real. And so their fates um, are kind of uh, – I am I think hopefully if you're watching the show, you're very curious about what's going to happen to them. Yeah, everything within the hex is real. 
So she must have converted energy into matter to create these two kids. Yeah, which is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I wouldn't create two children for myself. <laughs> that, that, doesn't, that doesn't sound fun at all. Right. Um, yeah. But uh, she does. And curious, I did, so I can relate. Yeah, okay. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I guess I you did. two children. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. It was a lot of work on my wife's part, but you know. Yeah, I think she did most of the work, Mike. You know? <laughs> yeah. I think she yeah. did pretty much 99% of it. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Um, More than that. Yeah. But then we get some interesting other things going on, mostly with um, S.W.O.R.D. Uh, I guess I don't know if I'm rushing too far ahead, but... The, the drone sequence, when they ended up getting the drone in there. Did you guys understand how that worked, how they got the drone in there? No. Um, the one that's old, that they mm-hmm. that she didn't have to change. So, in theory, like she wouldn't notice when you put something that's uh, of the time period. So, she doesn't have to convert the matter. Like with Monica's outfit, because um, mm. we talk about how she was wearing like a bulletproof vest at one point, And then it turned like all of her outfits probably were made out of this like kevlar material Mm. um so i'm assuming it was like a sneaky sneak she wouldn't notice i don't know there's a lot of things that wanda doesn't Mm. notice but (laughs) well she's got a huge it's a massive illusion you know it's a lot of work um so she's going she's going to miss something um but she definitely knows that when the when the drone's armed and it's got to kill her you know oh for sure Uh, (laughs) and like in the comics and in the show, I hope the I hope the Marvel Cinematic Universe doesn't keep casting Wanda as a villain. There's some rumors that she's going to be a villain in the in the Doctor Strange movie coming up. Uh, hopefully, that's not true because I just like the character. Could be, but it doesn't seem like it based on the teasers or trailers. Yeah, we've seen they so far. they they manipulate those trailers so bad. We have no idea what that movie's right. about. <laughs> None. Yep. Um, but here it's like the the go to move for sword is we need to kill Wanda. She's too powerful to kill her. But like we don't see them doing those actions for any other other character. I get like you don't see them doing that for any other people that are super. I, we I guess we don't see them, but it's just kind of it's not a knee jerk. Is it is it killing someone a knee jerk reaction? You know? Yeah. Um, it does seem a bit extreme. Um, definitely in like these earlier episodes where like. Why are we all of a sudden trying to murder her? Like, yes, she's not doing something good. One could say it's terrible and she definitely needs to be stopped. Uh, but yeah, just immediately jumping to just boom, wipe her out. It's suspicious, at least. It's also odd that they're not worried about what would happen to the people in there. Like, we have no, like, you have no idea what's going to happen to them if she does, you know? Shoot first, ask questions later. Yeah, I guess that is. Um, but my favorite part of that episode is when Wanda comes out of the dome dragging the drone. Like, right. dude, Elizabeth Olsen just eats that scene up, just consumes the whole thing. It's so good. Like, you would think that someone couldn't, you know, pull off, like, I'm a maniac, um, you know, someone with some mental issues and I have superpowers and I'm really angry right now. But she definitely nails it. It's really good. Um and I don't know if you guys remember this, but there's a scene, that, that scene when she's, like, confronting the um, sword agents. She, like, throws a hex at them, but she does yeah. it in such a very, like, a, a crazy flourish. Like, she does, like, a twist with her hand and her body and then it's like, flicks it behind her, you know? It's like, I always look at that. I'm like, that's cool looking. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know why when I see her do that. But I just keep thinking, that's, like, a really cool thing for the directors and for Elizabeth Olsen and everybody just to do. It's like, it seems kind of flashy. Like, if I was going to cast a spell, I would want to do it 
so casual like that too. I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah, I liked how all the soldiers like snapped their aim to the uh, the head of sword like all at once. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. I think if we know anything about Wanda is that she's just a little a little bit extra. <laughs> <laughs> a little, just a tad you just know? like a little bit like most people would go shopping or they would like you know get a divorce or they would right. buy a new car when they're having like an existential crisis but she like creates an alternate reality you know like yeah with, with her power it's just like you know that's funny yeah that's true she is a bit extra which is good which is good um, but th- that episode, if I'm not mistaken, that episode is when we get to see the first ep- scene of the white vision, right? We get to realize that they rebuilt vision. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys have any knowledge of the... Okay. Is that in this episode? I think that's later. I'm looking. Uh, I might be wrong. Yeah, yeah. I think that's uh, that's a couple of episodes from now. Okay, did I jump ahead? Okay, I'll stop. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, we do get the we do get Wanda and Vision fighting. Yeah, and uh, then we get episode. and then we get Pietro. So we had so Melissa and I were trying to go back and forth. Mike, how do you pronounce it? Pietro, Pietro, Pietro. But it I, it, it took a long time. I was like, why is this guy's name Pedro if he's from Sarkovia? <laughs> uh, because that's what I thought people were saying, and so I just looked it up, and it's Pietro, Pietro. You had to roll the R. Okay. Um, yeah, the so Wanda, so Vision's trying to say, hey, you know, you're doing some crazy stuff, and Wanda it looks like they're about to start to fight, which would be kind of cool. Um, but then a knock at the door and it ends up being Pietro, which is Quicksilver from the comics. He died in um Avengers Age of Ultron. <sighs> okay, there's a lot going on. So let's try to piece it together. In Avengers Age of Ultron, Pietro was played by who? Who's the actor who played him? You guys know? I recognize him and I can visualize him perfectly. I do not know his name. <laughs> I forget too. He looks good though in that uh, movie. I'll just say that. Wh- physically good? <laughs> yeah, he looks great. Is it, is it cute? <laughs> yeah, he, he's nice. <laughs> really? Jarvis, does he rank up there with your like most? No, uh, absolutely not. Okay. Right. <laughs> like, it's like, that's not cute. I, I, I remember the guy barely, but. Um, What's his name? I I feel bad because he was in other things too, and I liked him. He was in Godzilla, which I really liked. Um, hmm. Okay. Oh, I just go jump. Hang on, I, I got the cast up right here. Okay. Uh, in this show, it's Evan Peters playing Aaron Taylor yeah. Johnson. Yes, that's his name. Yes, he played. He's a really good actor. So he he was killed off in Age of Ultron. He was killed, uh, mm-hmm. and the actor doesn't have a contract, so he's not going to do any more movies. Uh, and he's not going to do any more Marvel stuff. So mm-hmm. they make WandaVision. And when we, and you probably think, you know, they're going to bring the actual Quicksilver or Pietro back that they have before. But it ends up being another actor, which is, what's his name, Mike? Um, Evan Peters. Yeah. Evan Peters played Pietro, played Quicksilver in the, in the Fox X-Men movies. Which is a different cinematic universe. So, obviously, when people saw that Pietro from the X-Men movies open the door, everybody flipped out, completely lost all their minds. Because they Mm -hmm. thought, and with good reason, 
that Marvel was bringing the X-Men into the Marvel Cinematic Universe using this show. Like, this Mm. show was going to open the door for the X-Men to return, to come back into the... And this is a proof of concept. Look at this guy. He's an X-Men. He was in the Fox movies. He's definitely Quicksilver. This is a new thing they're going to do. It's going to be great. This is going to open all kinds of doors. It didn't happen, though. Like, they didn't do that. Doesn't it actually end up closing that door? It slams it pretty hard shut, and that's going to happen in a couple like the, at the at the final episode. Yeah. But I don't. Here's my question, and you guys can both address it. Let's act like we're just seeing this for the first time. Did Marvel do this to kind of make us super excited and to get us kind of hyped, or did they plan to do something and then they scrapped it? That's the key question. So there's, there's two options for them. They did it knowing that it wasn't, it was just going to get us hyped, but it was going to be like, uh, I guess a red herring would work. Because um, they knew they weren't going to bring the X-Men using this venue. Or did, were they going to do it and then they changed their minds? So, Melissa, what do you think? I think it's really interesting to almost bring the X-Men in, specifically because Wanda is not a mutant in this universe Mm -hmm. so it could Mm -hmm. be that it was just a nod but then it almost kind of took a life of its own once the fans saw it um probably i guess i don't know you know i i feel like maybe they didn't intend it but then they i think it works pretty well within the confines of the story um to assuming we haven't seen the rest of the episodes but also knowing we've seen the rest of the episodes it's it, I don't know. It, it feels like it was supposed to be confined within the story. Yeah, it just feels so. It feels mean to do what they did because it's like <laughs> I agree. It just feels, because like, oh my god, they're going to bring X Men. Ah, and like Marvel's like, we're not going to do that, but they're going to think we're going to do it, so it's fine. And like, they didn't have to bring that actor. They could have used any number of actors, but using that specific actor. Mm-hmm. plants a flag that's hard to ignore and hard not to get excited about. So I think it almost ruined the show. I really did. I think it almost completely makes the show collapse towards the end. Um, but it is what it is. And like, in the next episode, he has super speed, right? Who who gave him that? Anyway, we'll get to that. I, I, I mean, yeah, I, I think they just thought it was something fun to do. Yeah. Really. And uh, and they did it, you know. <laughs> well, Marvel is has always been very good about hyping up stuff, so yeah, it, it definitely, yeah. I I understand the confusion and then the ultimate frustration. <laughs> it just seems so. It's like it's very meta too. It's like it's a joke that you would only know if you've watched a lot of these movies, if you watch the X Men, if you're watching this, if you read the comics. So it's very it's it's messing with a very specific group of people's heads. If you're like Mike, you have no idea what they're doing. Right, Mike? Right. Yeah. All I, I mean <laughs> I, the only reason I know it's not the same actor from the Ultron movie is because You watched um, it. Darcy Lewis says she recast Pietro? Yeah, exactly. So yeah. So, uh, I don't know. If I was in the uh, if I was in the Ryers room and they were planning to do that, I'd be like, I quit. I can't. I can't be a part of this tragedy. <laughs> I, I wouldn't quit. But back, I'm threatening to quit. <laughs> you know, like, right. I'm not going to quit. But it's just I don't know. Anyway, um, I got I got to harp on all of these ads in each in each episode. Go for this it. This one is a Lagos paper towel ad. Mm-hmm. I loved that uh, ad. Uh, okay, can you tell me about it? Because I don't. 
get any connection to anything. It it feels so demented um, watching it because obviously it's basically just a paper towel ad where you see someone wiping something up with a paper towel to show how absorbent or whatever that paper towel is. But instead, mm-hmm. the actors look the most strained that they have looked uh, so far and they keep just like repetitively very not very well wiping things up with the paper towel so it's not even like a good ad because you see like Mm -hmm. water splashing everywhere like they are literally like being forced to do it i feel like it's just so upsetting (laughs) to watch these uh ads especially this particular one because like Mm -hmm. the pained look in the woman's face and she's just like over and over again like just wiping water with a paper towel and it's like a a nod to the real thing but also like what would it happen if the actors were under duress for several weeks and then had to put (laughs) on that ad and i really liked that one that was the one that i remember the most and further evidence of uh wanda's powers slipping or or her becoming more and more distracted Mm -hmm. right yeah what about lagos does that connect to anything else in the mcu the way that um, the previous ads did. Yeah, well, Largos is where she killed those people from Wakanda. Remember from um, Avengers, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, Captain America: Civil War. Well, she didn't kill them. Actually, it was an accident because um, one of the villains. Oh, okay, yeah, right. Yeah, one. Yeah, of the, I remember that. Yeah, one of the villains. Villain, the villains uh, tried to blow himself up. She contained the explosion. She threw him up up into into the air so he wouldn't explode around the people on the grounds. But he exploded in the air and it killed the people. But they were from the Wakanda. Yeah, killed fewer people than uh, otherwise if she hadn't acted. Yeah, we don't, we don't know the number, but but the point is, it was one of those times where Wanda was accused of being like irresponsible or couldn't control powers right. when it, it but it, if she wasn't there you know it, that that explosion still would have occurred so it's like it's it's, right. it's bad to blame her for that but we actually talked about this if you want to listen to the episode of captain america civil war it's it's it's, it's, in, our, it's in the archives i think that's what we call it so yeah and i it specifically out. remember us talking about that one we I talked about it for a long time that. i think it's yeah. <laughs> we talked about yeah. it for quite a while that's a big event so yeah yeah all right, next episode is called All New Halloween Spooktacular. Uh, Mike, what happens in this episode? What's going on? The big thing in this one is Vision has had it. <laughs> he goes off to investigate the town and see what's really going on here. That's the big note. And then we've got everybody else like kind of going through the town. Um, Pietro is questioning Wanda, trying to find things out mm-hmm. about her. Um. Yeah, that's it. That's that's my summary. What about what about you? What else you got to add on that? Uh, well, we got like we get to reveal that. Okay, first we see that Pietro has super speed, which we can talk about how that would work. If see that does that didn't even stand out to me. But it, like it, it will stand out when we realize who he is at the end of the episode. So I, I guess I should just wait on that. Just not just keep shutting up. But we see that that Tommy has super speed and we see and we know Billy has magic power. So the kids have super speed. And like going back, wouldn't that make them mutants if they're born with abilities? Could you <laughs> they were born? <laughs> they, I mean they were, but <laughs> uh... That's funny. I'm not I, we don't have to stay that that long with it. We can we can we can keep moving. Um 
But you know, it's like okay. So in the opening scene, what what was I love that I, for some reason that opening montage was my favorite. I don't know why, because every one of them is supposed to like simulate so like a TV show kind of opening. Um, right. What did that simulate? I keep forgetting. Malcolm it, in the it, middle. Yes. 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 It looks so good. Intro, then the kids walking down the stairs, talking directly to the camera. Classic. Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the yeah. show. The show. It looks well. It's filmed well. I love the Halloween theme. I love that um, one is wearing the Scarlet Witch costume. She probably doesn't even know what that means or what it's supposed to look like in her head. Yeah, she uh, called it like uh, some kind of a uh, Sarkovian thing, fortune yeah. teller or something. Yes, fortune teller. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, and it seems like a weird outfit for a fortune teller to wear, but okay, I'll go with it. And then Vision wearing a Vision costume, (laughs) (laughs) right? Just the best. They say he's dressed up like a Mexican wrestler. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. that's funny. Man, it's just it's it's a pretty good episode. But also, um, I like we Vision does begin to investigate, uh, and the further he goes out into the town's outskirts, the weirder and weirder it gets. And, And Melissa, you've been liking sort of like I don't know why you. I don't know why you've been liking this, but you've been liking the people's breakdowns. <laughs> yeah. Like, Let's just say this I can w- relate. <laughs> <laughs> but there's this one woman who's like standing still, but she's crying. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, that. Yeah, that's, she's repeatedly like mm-hmm. putting up Halloween decorations. That mm-hmm. scene, I feel like, is so once again so good at establishing one like the boundaries like now we see like the physical boundaries within like inside the world instead of just outside and then we kind of mm-hmm. see that the limitations of her powers like she is already kind of like stressed out obviously because of you know she's been doing it for so long but like the fact that it's established that everybody on the outskirts is basically frozen. Like she gets them to one spot and then just keeps them there. Cause she does have limitations. Like there is sort of a, an established, like we see the limit, which I think is really interesting. Um, and then as you guys mentioned earlier, Pietro is like asking Wanda questions and really mm-hmm. does bring up a bunch of like the behind the scenes of the ethical mm-hmm. implications of keeping kids in their bed, sleeping um, to try to like, minimize having people awake and telling them what to do and like it all just builds really well and i think that they they drop these hints and they drop the reveals slowly enough that it make keeps keeps it interesting learning uh her her control and and obviously the story is all about her discovering what her powers are and like who she is it's kind of like a discovering who you are but it's almost like hidden underneath everything else so it kind of sneaks up on you yeah why do you think they decided to have her keep the kids like captive and 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 out of sight uh this whole time is that a commentary on like early sitcoms where there weren't that many kids around or probably both like both that and also having to control the minds of like hundreds of children probably at once Mm -hmm. probably just easier like like pietro says it's ethical to keep them uh asleep so that they're not traumatized like everybody else (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah there's a couple Mm -hmm. different things like yes it'd be i think it'd be kind of a bridge too far if we see like kids being manipulated but also from from a casting standpoint disney's like we don't want to hire a bunch of kids (laughs) you know we can 
we don't need to figure right right away to us not do that you know and so do you think she's letting them run wild like are they are these kids actually trick-or-treating or is she controlling them i think she's controlling them because the kids on the outskirts of the town who are like dressed up but they're like frozen in Mm, place yeah right yeah right yep that's a good point it's not good it's not yeah and I, i think if wanda knew what she was doing i think she would I don't know. Maybe she would. Maybe she does know. Maybe she. I don't know. I think at this set point in the episode, she is fully aware of what she's yeah. doing. She's just holding on to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But then we get. Um, I like that we get um, Vision interacting with Agnes, uh, and, and and she's like, "Am I dead?" And she's like, "No. Why would you say that? Because you are. You know." And I and that right. and like we what we know about Agnes kind of will kind of make that whole scene a little bit you know more sinister but i do i did like the fact that she said that and like the acting overall was was, was pretty solid oh yeah and okay, this she's lo- a Catherine hans a great actress yeah it, it just looks good. dark it looks scary you know and when and when vision tries to work his way through the barrier and then he finds out like it, for vision himself like vision isn't 100 percent not real but he has a has a self-awareness to him and so all of a sudden like he kind of knows that he is like probably tied to this place and like he wants to like if he's if he he doesn't have any memories of what happened to him as the vision but he is the vision and so you have a very Mm -hmm. interesting like dynamic between what he what he's supposed to do which is like you know kind of be a hero versus what he is which is like kind of wanda's little puppet and like he's starting to have some some very strong issues with it and pushing through the barrier um kind of i thought that was a really good scene it looked it looked visibly really well um and i thought it was good well petro says the same thing right he says he got shot in the street and the next thing he knew his sister was calling him yeah i don't want to talk about petro (laughs) (laughs) i'll get to i'll get to him later okay um but at the end of the episode, um, Wanda expands the barrier even more, making it massive. Uh, and she brings mm-hmm. in a, a few of the people from Sword get kind of swallowed up in it. Uh, Turn kind of, into a circus. Oh, yeah. yeah. Love that. that. I loved that joke. It's a very mm-hmm. subtle joke. The government uh, agency <laughs> turns mm-hmm. into a circus and they're all clowns. That's funny. not a metaphor or anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mike, can you tell us about the commercial? Uh, yeah, it's it's a Yo Magic yogurt ad, uh, and uh, I'm sure Melissa, you love this one. I or did maybe not since it's a, <laughs> no. you, okay. You did all right. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got a kid in this one. He's trying to open his yogurt and he can't open his yogurt, so he just keeps starving and starving and starving on this desert island. And then at the end, it says Yo Magic, the snack for survivors. <laughs> the the metaphors are not subtle anymore uh, by episode six. The it's it's laying it on so thick, <laughs> which I think is great. I think some things, you know, repeating the same theme over and over again and making it more obvious over and over again um, is just. I I love. Maybe I just love them because it shows every part of Wanda, and then you can you can watch the show and you can take what you think is important from the show or you can sympathize with her, you can empathize with her, you don't have to, but it gives you all of it and then you can hold her accountable if you need to or if you want to or, I mean, I'm holding her accountable, but <laughs> for the bad thing she's doing. Mm-hmm. But we we just get to see why and we get to see all these fun... Uh, I just really like the... 
I just like the show. Yeah, I, I mean, it's so good. And um, this the the I don't want to say bravery, but the the level of creativity is really really sharp here. I'm glad that I'm glad that Disney relaxed itself for this one division and allowed. I mean, we haven't seen a show like this since. And I'm really hoping that um, Moon Knight, when it comes out next week, right? Is it next week? Thirty first, right? Yeah. Well, I hope Moon Knight kind of has the same kind of flavor. I hope it's not. I hope it doesn't take itself too seriously because it's just, it's 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 so much fun what Wonder Vision is doing. I'm wondering if this commercial is saying that while Wanda has all these kids sleeping in their beds throughout this, are they not getting any food? So they're kind of slowly. I, ugh, I don't want to think about that. Withering away. <laughs> that, That's terrible. That could be true though. That yeah. is such a good point. I didn't even think about that. I kind of took it as like she's slowly dying inside. But yeah, no, that is a great question because you, yeah, you can survive for a week without food, and this takes about a week to go through. So those kids might be starving to death. Yeah, <laughs> that, that might that could that could be happening, <laughs> which is which is a humanitarian crisis at this point. You know, go from go from yeah. fasting to eating a bunch of candy on Halloween. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good no. what she's doing. It's bad. It's very bad. Well, well, we do find out that she doesn't remember how she did it. It's, it's self. It, it, it's it self was, care. It was an accident at first. Mm-hmm. It's self care. And then she. And then she start. You know, she's in it. It's happening. And for her, it's not bad. So let's just continue this and see how I mean, it plays out. Who but has? Who has? It, it wasn't broken. an evil plan of hers. Yeah. Who has it broken up with someone? That's a, that's a terrible thing. We've all done that, right? It's like I'm going to break your heart, but it makes me, it makes my life better. So it's like, you know, like sometimes you have to starve some kids in their beds just for a little bit, it's just, just for a few weeks. Yeah, those kids are probably overweight. Don't they talk about childhood obesity all the time anyway? Like that, you know. Are you saying that Wanda's doing everyone a favor by by making their lives more organized I, and pretty? I. And- I don't let me get superpowers is what, she, what I should be saying. Don't don't let me get any kind of power whatsoever. <laughs> if you think what Wanda's doing bad, you don't even want to know what I would do. Um, my, right, there's several there's several references to Ellis Ave, and we see Ellis Ave in this episode. It's the last street that Vision walks across before he goes out into the field and and the edge of the hex. Mm-hmm. Is there any significance to Ellis Ave, like as a name? I don't have anything. Me um, either. I, okay. I, there's some there's some writers. Mark, I think Mark Ellis and um, Warren Ellis. They they, but I don't think Mark Ellis wrote anything for this. But I'd have to double check. But I, I don't know anything. Okay. Uh, next episode, breaking the fourth wall. This is this is the episode that kind of like takes everything and just really shakes it all up, and we finally get a lot of good answers. Um. It's like so the opening montage thing, I think it was based off of so this is the early, late mid to late two thousands. I'm not sure. It's like doing I don't know exactly what it's doing, but the show's kind of taking a turn where it's more focused on Wanda and what she's going through as opposed to like the kids or anything else. The kids are gone, uh vision's gone, and so now it's just like her by herself. It feels extremely lonely and um Wanda seems like she's suffering like a lot now. Oh. Yeah, I think this one's kind of uh, cued after Modern Family. Mm-hmm. Also, mm. The Office. The intro song mm. sounded exactly yeah. like 
or like an homage to the office and like with that interview style, uh, which isn't mm-hmm. exclusive to the office, but like Parks and Rec does the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of a lot of like family sitcoms do that interview style breakaway mm-hmm. to get people's mm-hmm. like internal monologue, mm-hmm. which, which is I think great. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great, but also it's kind of used up. We need to figure. We need to figure out a different storytelling of it. But the way they're doing it in in one division is fantastic. I think she just seems real sad, you know. And like, I think she's starting to realize that what she's doing just can't work Mm -hmm. uh, anymore. We all, yeah, she's super depressed in this episode, questioning everything. Not sure about like her sanity and what she's doing is okay. She's finally kind of realizing that even though it's been nice, even after she figured out what was going on, I do think by episode seven, she fully realizes what she's doing and she's just down in the dumps and, and vision is, is, is alive because she expanded the border at the end of, you know, episode six. And so he's like super far away and she's just at home feeling her feelings for that yeah. depressed depression yeah, she is. commercial yeah even see, even sending your kids away she's like you know the kids go hang out with agnes i need a time with myself it just feels it feels sort of kind of like like if you look at like the progression from like parenting and adulthood in the, the 80s and 90s to 2000s the two it's like hey i can be a person and have my own feelings and not have to be connected to these children all the time they can do something while i try to deal with what i'm going through uh, which is which is interesting, but of course, there's, there's some more nefarious stuff going on with the kids and Agnes, and we'll we'll get to that. Of course, um, Mike, what else is happening in this episode? Well, one thing that's happening is like everything in the house is changing to like older versions of itself and throughout the town and things like that. I thought that was a interesting thing for them to do. Mm. Yeah, we saw her sort of lose control of her powers just a little bit like that uh-huh. when she was pregnant and giving birth which was like a high stress situation um right and then everything was kind of normal but yeah episode seven random things in the house are like phasing back to a previous version or something like that because she's once again losing control at least with her immediate surroundings which what's going on with the rest of the town guys <laughs> don't well, know right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no kidding. And then we've got Monica, right? She's regrouping with some loyalists within S.W.O.R.D. Yeah, and she's getting ready to break through the barrier. And this is where she's going to get the, her superpowers, which is just fantastic. That whole you got you to tell me about that because I don't know anything about it. Okay, so that, so they, they're trying to use like a special rover to push through the barrier and it doesn't work. So then It's like a space rover or yeah, something. So Monica, just with a sheer force of will, decides just to crawl through it and just push through it. And as she's pushing through it, and now this is all theory crafting. This is all stuff I'm not making up, but this is all stuff based off the show that I'm kind of just throwing in there. One of his powers are based off of the one of the power gems. One of, one of the, um, the infinity gems, stones. The infi- infinity stones. They call infinity stones. They're called power gems. They call infinity gems. It depends on which when you read the comments. But anyway, the soul stone specifically. Right? No, it's, no, it's the mind gem actually. But they used to call they used to call all of them soul gems, which is confusing anyway okay all right it's the mind gem but basically the the infinity gems have an enormous amount of power and uh wanda was infused or or got some of that power when she got her powers and so all this energy is is coming from that and so as monica's pushing through the barrier she's absorbing 
all of this energy and it's changing her and giving her powers. But if you listened to her as like, there was a, there's a lot of like kind of like uh, over what's it called over speaking or not over speaking what's it called. It's totally voiceover. <laughs> voiceover. I totally forgot that term. It's a lot of voiceover. And it's from the uh, Captain Marvel movie. Did you guys hear that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I didn't really make out much, but I could tell that it was coming from Captain Marvel. Yeah. I didn't talk about this last episode, but Monica has beef with Captain Marvel, like real beef. Because like someone mentioned Captain Marvel, and she like didn't want to talk about it, or she said something kind of like kind of snide. And my feeling is that, remember, Captain Marvel left to help the scrolls at the end of the movie. And she left her mom and her. And she didn't come back. And so, like, this woman who, like, Monica loved as a, a probably as a second mother, not the second mother, but as a good friend to her mother, just abandoned mm-hmm. them. Her mom dies of cancer, you know? And, right. like, and so Monica's, like, way by herself. And so, like... It's like it's that that dynamic's gonna play out when they meet each other again. Whenever whenever Monica meets Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers in the movies or the TV shows, it's not gonna be a hug happy experience. It's gonna be I'm mad at you. I don't like you. You're not good. You know, because it's it's very interesting that all that stuff. But um, when she comes through, Monica does have quote unquote superpowers. I'm not sure how the superpowers work, but um, they're energy based, and that's pretty much all I know. Um, but she definitely has changed when she comes through. Yes, yeah, as she's going through, she splits up into all of the different versions of herself she's been in the hex before. Mm. Then you start hearing all of those like voiceovers from Captain Marvel, and I think some from earlier episodes. Mm. And then somehow she's able to like pull them all back together to be herself. And when that happens, her eyes the her her eyes turn a very bright blue. And. And she comes out the other side as herself and not yes, as a right. Wanda version of herself. And mm-hmm. when Wanda kind of attacks her later, she's able to kind of resist in a way. Like she's like, she's got some, some little, a little juice, you know, which is. Oh cool. yeah. She's got one of the best lines on the whole show. What was it? <laughs> oh, uh, the only lies I told are the ones you put in my mouth. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. That I was, was like, good. Boo. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> And you can't, yeah, a lot like that, you can't copy, you know, you can't write down, you can't say this is mine, it's over. It's just, it feels good. <laughs> she had um, like a mic drop there's moment. A, there's an antidepressant ad in this episode. Makes sense. Yep. Uh, it's called Nexus. Uh, I think that's just a play on the hex. Nexus, hexus. Mm-hmm. Um, Melissa, what do you think of that ad? Um... You guys have seen like depression ads, or not depression ads, but I mean, like depression that's all medication that they play ads. On TV nowadays, yeah, right? and that's... you you always have like a sad woman doing normal things, but being sad or like holding something in front of her face to show that she's like mm-hmm. pretending to be happy or whatever. The interesting thing with this commercial is that I think at the end she wasn't really happy; like she was still sad like the whole time and then all the different um if you take nexus like the may result in you feeling your feelings and, like dealing <laughs> right. with your grief and perhaps like coming to yeah, terms those... with the consequences of your actions kind of thing uh, right yeah. which is yeah. is a great i wouldn't say foreshadowing but it's a it, it's it's a great way i think to prep people for like she's actually kind of dealing or beginning to start dealing with the problems that she's caused essentially um or at least she's open to it and that she's actually feeling some of her grief for the first time um, another read i was getting on that voiceover in this ad was 
kind of preparing the people for coming out of Wanda's spell. Mm, yeah. And so like being able to feel their own feelings again for the first time and in for how long. That's a great know? double layer, yeah. Yeah. And don't forget, we have Vision in the circus at the very end as well. So he's kind of dealing with his stuff. Not much, but he. I think it's revealed that like Darcy Lewis tells him the truth about what happened to him and stuff like that. And um, he's a, he's got more insight into what's happening to him, which I think is good. Yeah. We meet Agatha Harkness in well, this episode. Wait, hey, hang on. That, that, I mean, isn't, isn't that probably the most important thing that happens in this episode? <laughs> is, 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 is there, is there, okay, it, what else, what else do you want to talk about? So Ag- it's revealed that Agatha Harkness is, is quote unquote the villain. And I think that's something we've all been looking for is a way to absolve Wanda of this. And if there's anyone, maybe there's someone who's manipulate her, maybe someone is taking control of her. And then as we find out that Agatha Harkness has been uh doing all this stuff all along. I mean you get a very, very fun song at the end, which I think is 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 good. Yeah. Um it was great. A little, I don't know, is it is it over the top? Yes. Um, is it, is it, is it, is it's a, it's not really over the top. I mean, after the, the first, after the first few episodes, it's like a, yeah. a return to that flavor. You it's know? super fun. It's super fun. Yeah. I think everybody pulls it off perfectly. Uh, but I, I mean, I think people were definitely hoping that there was some kind of villain that they could be like, that's it. She's doing this, not Wanda. Ha. It's, it's going to be okay. But then, you know. It's good, but you're gonna be disappointed when you find out it's not really like that. But it's interesting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we get Agatha Harkness, and she comes out, and like, yeah, it's it's super interesting. And um, Agatha Harkness is from the comics. Uh, she does have a history with Wanda. Um, she's not a villain per se, but she did she did help Wanda train and learn about her powers in the comics. So they're using her correctly in this. They're yeah. using her correctly in the comics. I believe Agatha makes Wanda forget. That her children mm-hmm. died or like went away, and mm-hmm. when Wanda remembers that, she pretty sure she kills Agatha. Yeah, but she comes back later. Okay, yeah. Death is a temporary thing to comics. If you die in <laughs> comics, there's a fifty fifty chance you're gonna come back. Matter of fact, you probably will. It's it's fine. And she's fine. <laughs> yeah, it must be nice, you know, to do that. What about uh, Agatha's they, origin story we see in this episode? Is that from the comics? Next episode? I don't know. They don't uh, really. Is that the, yeah, I guess it is the next yeah. episode, right? Yeah. I don't know, Mike. Um, I don't know. I didn't read much about. Um, I didn't read these comics at the time when they came out, and I, I haven't read a trade of it. But I don't think they ever really gave uh, Agatha Harkness a fleshed out um, origin story uh, at the time. They might have. Re- they might have rewritten one in the comics since then. But no. Mm-hmm. But. I think the origin story is fantastic. You know, she gets she gets she's in a coven with witches. She gets burned at the stake, all that stuff. I think it's good. Um, but then um, I like that. I like that we learn that Agatha is attra- has been attracted to this area because Wanda's abilities, and she wants to know how Wanda got this power. Right? Like, what? Wh- how'd you do it? How'd you learn to do it? What's your secret? And then they go through a, a really brilliant. Um, flashback sequence where we get yeah. Before we get before we get into like the next episode too much, I know it's my fault for bringing that up, but uh, this is something that I didn't do in my first watch through of Wandavision. Is I didn't watch any of the mid credit scenes, and there was a mid credit scene at the end of the Breaking the Fourth Wall episode. What was it? Did either of you watch that? No, 
I didn't watch them on the rewatch because you have to like sift through eight minutes of like yeah <laughs> credits. Right? Just... Did you watch them the first time? Because I definitely did not. We... I did. I still remember what it is. Yeah, I think they, we missed it a couple. It really helps but... out. Yeah, you've got to watch them because if you don't watch them, give, you're confused. Give me the time. The next episode. Give me the timestamps, and I'll go watch. Them. Oh, I I don't I <laughs> I don't have that for you. All I did was just I just kept kept hitting like this next next next. What next. happens, Mike? So my thing would skip ahead. Um, so we get Monica is like snooping around. She finds this outdoors, uh, you know, cellar doors that leads into Agatha's basement. And, you know, it's like got all these trees and roots. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then Pietro. Then Pietro it, stops her. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot that. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. All right. That's good. Never, never saw that the first time. I don't know. Yeah, I did see that. Um, and I forgot that totally happens. Thank, thanks, Mike. Um, so in the next episode, when we see monica and petro like hanging out i think on my first watch through i was like why are they together hanging mm-hmm. out yeah um i didn't know that she was actually captive by petro yeah so yeah you gotta watch the mid-credits uh, they didn't they need to stop with mid-credits just just stop it it's fine yeah, it's either like, put them yeah. like really close <laughs> or not at <laughs> or, all <laughs> yeah. yeah don't don't like don't don't make the people who fall asleep at the end of the episode suffer um right but anyway so this is and this is some, some interesting comic book stuff. So I'm going to get deep into this. We get a flashback to when Wanda's a kid with Pietro. Uh, it's in Sokovia. There's a civil war, so there's war outside. But the father brings back all these like DVDs, so we get to see that right. Wanda watched a lot of these old TV shows, which is kind of how she based the the. The world that she created, but also we get the explosion from the bomb that happened that killed her parents. It's the it's the classic Tony Stark bomb that tick tick ticks. But then Agatha says something very interesting. Agatha said that Wanda used her powers to slow the bomb or make sure it didn't go off. Did you guys notice that? Yeah, mm-hmm. that yeah. means that she definitely had abilities before. The experiment from Hydra, which which this is again Marvel kind of you know hey I kind of want to date the mutants X Men but I don't really want to date you but I'm going to kind of <laughs> hang out with you for a little bit and and go you know and like it's not fair like Marvel like the confusion between is the is the Maximoff twins mutants or not is problematic because they were mutants for a long time. Marvel mm-hmm. sold the X-Men rights to Fox. Then they didn't have rights to mutant stuff in the comics. So they actually, in the comic books, they had two different universes. They had the X-Men comics, and then they had the Marvel stuff. And the two never met for a long period of time. Then they made it so Pietro and Wanda weren't mutants. And then and so and that and I think that's canon now, but it's like, but I don't, I don't know if it's still there. It's like so confusing. And that needs to be cleared up. It needs to be cleared up for everyone because Marvel owns the rights to the mar- to 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 X Men stuff now. They have all the rights now. I don't know why they play with people's emotions. Like it's just not good. Because <laughs> like the biggest concept is that Magneto is the father of Pietro and and Wanda. That that was that was the truth for a long time. But then they retconned it in the comics. But that would be that would be mm. so many implications if that was actually something that we could talk about and it's true now. You know, but like. They just refuse to do it, and I, it, it just drives me crazy. Anyway, I'm sorry. I, that was a long rant. <laughs> My apologies. <laughs> um, 
we get we get another flashback where Wanda actually gets the powers from um uh, Hydra. So we get to see that and see how that worked. I thought that was really well done. Is this the first time that we actually see on screen the yellow stone inside of the blue stone? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you, you and I have had conversations in the past about why is the stone blue and why is it giving powers that are different from what the other blue stone is giving and how it didn't really make sense. Well, in, in, the, in the movies, like the, 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 the wand that held the mind stone, the little orb was blue, but the mm-hmm. stone inside of it was yellow, which is definitely confusing. It just, we never, like, they never said there was a stone inside of a stone. Yeah, because, like, because you had different directors and different writers, you know? So you had right. s- several different people trying to make things work. And so, again, this is where... So it's I, like, this is their chance. This is their, uh, this is them fixing all of that, yes. is what it seems like. I yeah. tell my okay. students all the time in my creative writing class, if you're writing plot-heavy stuff... You have to make sure the plot is right. Otherwise, the people who read or watch your stuff is going to get mad when they find plot holes. So this is a that's a definitely huge plot hole. But they fix it. It's fine. Um, but I think the coolest scene. And can you uh, can you remind me and our listeners what the Yellowstone and the Bluestone are? The in the in the movies and in the yeah. Marvel Cinematic Universe, the Bluestone is the space gem and the Monstone is yellow gem, and they're the first two gems that we see in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay. Um, so she got her powers from the Mind Stone. Correct. I will point out um, that if both her and Pietro got their powers from that same stone, one of them got reality, mind-bending, cosmic, intense powers, and the other one can just run really fast. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's – my son called that out. He's like, uh, she's getting reality powers – from the Mind Stone. And it doesn't make sense to him. So, yeah. Well, here's the deal. And this is something that they don't want to talk about. My theory, and I hate this. I hate that I'm doing this. Because uh, I don't like doing it. I don't like fixing stories that other people write. But anyway, my theory is that the Mind Stone didn't give her anything. The Mind Stone simply revealed their powers. So, like, here's your powers. Like, it's not like I'm giving you these. It's like they revealed them. So it's like here they are. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do yet more helping out the uh, <laughs> the story here, and I'm gonna say she actually did a little bit of what uh, we see uh, Agatha doing, and she pulled power from the Mind Stone, but not like its specific abilities. Well, so it just like amplified her powers. Yeah. At the end of the day, this needs to be cleaned up, and hopefully they'll do that at some point. But they probably won't. They probably won't. And yes, Quicksilver doesn't have the same kind of powers as Wanda. We all know that. We can get to that <laughs> later. And like, to be honest with you, it's fine. It's, it's okay. You don't have to be as good as your brother or sister. Like, you can you can travel the. Kind of makes sense if they're mutants. You, okay, yeah, okay. it makes way more sense with them. Ah, uh, help help me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, anyway, uh, I feel like I have to defend. I have to defend Pedro for some reason. But if you read the comics, he actually defends himself. Anyway, the coolest scene is when she busts into Sword headquarters. Just super extra Wanda. Is, you know, I'm going to break things until I get what I want. Um, and we we see that um, the vision has been disassembled. And it's super, super sad. It's just the saddest thing ever when she feels his, his head and, he, and she can't feel him. It's just... Right. Uh, it's just super, just so, this bums me out. Lots of manipulation going on in this scene by the head of sword. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. Yeah. Uh, he he told us or told the audience and everybody in the story that she broke in and stole his body. But mm-hmm. with this flashback, we see that that was all a lie. And the man mm-hmm. who was clearly lying because he was the most sketchy, suspicious person <laughs> was lying the whole time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Which, which has more implications later. But then she goes. She she goes to Westview, and then she just has like a complete mental breakdown. And then we get the answers we've been looking for, and that's how Westview became what it was, and that's how everything happened. Yeah, um, right. She like created yeah. Vision. It was like revealed that she created Vision with her like grief magic, almost like she took. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> yeah, she created the whole thing. Definitely had a psychotic break, um, and just. Like like almost dissociative episode of but like with <laughs> with magic. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Imagine if we live in the world where people had disabilities. Like like every like like ten percent of the population has these abilities. Like someone this definitely would happen. Like someone who ha- who's having issues would, you know, freak out, but they have the ability to manipulate things. It's crazy. Um, do you do you remember the part in this episode where um, Wanda and Agatha are on what looks like it would be a set for like the first episode of the show, mm-hmm. and Agatha's up in this up in the stands. She's like clapping. Mm-hmm. Mm. That was good. Uh, that was actually the real set of the first episode of this show. No way. Huh. Um, oh. Yeah. Remember, I said in the in our last podcast how the first episode, which was titled like. Uh, before a live studio audience was actually filmed before a live studio audience. And that was the actual set mm-hmm. they had. So when they brought people in for the live studio audience, audience recording of that first episode, they had made the full set look like a period piece. So like they had chairs that they thought would be the type of chairs audience would be sitting in back in the late fifties, early sixties. Um, and they had the cast or not the cast, the, uh, the crew, was wearing costumes, uh, period costumes. Oh, that's awesome! So they even had like the railing in front of the in front of the seats was something made to look like period piece. So the experience of the the live studio audience was like as much as they could what it would have been back then. Yeah, um, and so that that was the real set. That's super fun. That's super fun. Um, so at the end of the episode, it's um, we get the first mention of the Scarlet Witch actual term. Uh, this is the first time the word Scarlet Witch has been used in the Marvel Cinematic Universe at all. So that's pretty fun. Yeah, Agatha says chaos magic. Mm-hmm. This was chaos magic, and that makes you the Scarlet the Witch. Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chaos, is chaos magic a thing? It's in the Marvel yeah, it's in Marvel Comics, yeah. And uh, there's an old Avengers ep- a comic. And it's old to it's old, but it feels like I just read it like yesterday, which just kind of highlights how old I am. Um where um Kurt, it's like Kurt Buswick wrote it, and the Scarlet Witch's powers have always been kind of odd throughout. Like, is she a mutant? Is she a witch? What can she do? What's her powers? And then it's revealed that her abilities, that she has two different forms of abilities. The stuff that we see with Wanda when she's throwing stuff or when she's doing these little these little physical things is called hexes. That's what they've always talked about in the comics. Her chaos magic is what's revealed now. That's the kind of stuff that she's doing throughout um, where she can pretty much manipulate reality. Um, but uh, interesting factoid, in the comics, it used to be, it, her powers used to be the manipulation of luck or a manipulation of events. So, like, 
it's, it's there's some comic book characters, uh, Longshot from the X Men, Domino from the X Men, that can manipulate luck. So like, if during a fist fight, luckily the guy slips on some water, and so it's like they can manipulate luck, so it benefits them. Wanda had that ability in the in the in the in the comics for a long time, but now they've morphed it into a much more powerful kind of magic, which is interesting. There is a character like that in uh, Deadpool two, I think. Domino, yeah. That's her oh, name. Okay. That's her name, Domino. I didn't didn't remember her name. They actually, I I hate that movie, but the but the way they showed her powers were pretty fun. That's how. That's I thought how you didn't watch either of the Deadpool. I lied. Movies. I lied. <laughs> no, I, okay. No, let me explain. I don't watch the movies. I just watch the YouTube videos until I get satiated with my curiosity. <laughs> I don't even. I don't. I don't even know what that means. I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> like, what are they? What do they put? Like clips of the movie yeah. on YouTube? You can go what? on YouTube right now and watch the whole movie with clips. Just watch clips, and there it is. So mm, I'll just. I'll just. That's a bad way to watch movies, man. It's a great way to procrastinate. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 that. Okay. If you, you don't want always, to, go ahead. You could always watch like four or five video essays that are almost the same length of the movie instead of watching or, or the actual even longer. movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, YouTubers are the worst. I'll just say that. <laughs> you should just watch the movies, man. I should, watch the movies. I should, become a, I should become a YouTuber, but do it like correctly. It's not, it's not, see, yeah. I, it would be the worst YouTube channel in the world. It'll just be me like. Like I don't know, looking at TV. That's like a YouTube camera watching me watch television. That's that's me. Right. Uh, anyway, Be the uh, new mystery science theater. Was there a commercial for this? It wasn't. Was there? I don't. I don't think so. Yeah, no. I think we finally start breaking away from the TV yeah. format um, with these last two episodes. Yeah, we get the. Um, there was a mid credit. What, what happened in mid credit? Forget. Sword builds a oh, white vision. Oh yeah, yes, yes, the white vision. I'll, and then they oh, they use yeah. leftover power, still uh, cursing through the drone uh, from Wanda to activate. Yes, uh, yes, yes. White vision is a thing. He is from the comics. It happens kind of similar when Vision gets hurt. They rebuild him, but he loses his humanity, so he doesn't have the same sort of memories and stuff anymore. He's very much more of a robot than he is an actual like living, breathing person. So that's Do how they use like a spark from Wanda. No, to no, 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 no. Kickstart him. Or? No, they were married. They were married at the time um, when he gets hurt, and then when he gets rebuilt. He's just like not the vision she fell in love with anymore. I think they get a divorce. It's super sad. Huh. Super sad, super sad, super sad. Um, but yeah, but yeah, he, so that was another that was another mid credit that I did not watch the first time through. No. And in the next episode, when White Vision shows up, I'm like, "Where did you come from?" Yeah, but yeah, it, that is comic accurate. Which I flipped out when I saw it because, like, we'll, we'll talk about this. We can start talking about this now. The season finale. Um, the, the this series, I read a couple reviews of the season finale and. Um, it sort of like feels like a Marvel action scene. This this episode, it's like you know we're going to Marvel superhero it up. We're going to have a fight scene and flying around and magic and cars flying and like it doesn't have the same feel as the first episode. And I guess at some point, <laughs> I mean, definitely not. No. It feels nothing like the first episode. Yeah, yeah. I guess I guess it's well. How how else were they going to end this? I'm not sure. Um, I was fine with it. Uh, I'm curious if you guys liked it, but we'll talk about that later in a little bit. But um, basically, it's a big fight scene. Uh, the the Agatha Harkness wants Wanda's powers. 
Wanda doesn't want to give them up for obvious reasons. Vision's, fi- <laughs> Vision's fighting the white Vision. Uh, the kids are fighting the sword military. <laughs> so Hilarious. Like, <laughs> doesn't she say kids fight the military? Doesn't she She's like, <laughs> yeah, boys handle the military. <laughs> Mommy's going right. to be right back. Yep. Like, <laughs> you got it, Mom. It's like, well, okay, that's fine. Hey, they did a good job. Yeah, it, yeah. Good. Um, so we get a lot of action. Uh, we get a really cool scene. I forget what they uh, vision and the vision and white vision, which I hate saying white vision. So I'll just say vision and vision have a conversation about themselves, where where both realize they're not the 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 actual vision. One, it was a disassembled form of the vision, and the other was like a the the it's sort of like a imagined version from Wanda. One has memories and the other doesn't. And the our our vision the the green vision the first one not the, the new one. one not the new one this Unlock- is like white vision this is like the one oh, time okay. where white's the word instead of like black falcon all right it's white vision all right color color anemic vision um <laughs> albino albino yeah vision. Albi- albino vision that's, that's bad for albino, albino people so anyway so the first vision unlocks the memories out of White Vision. And then at the very end, he says, I am the vision. And then White Vision flies off, which means that somewhere out there in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, White Vision's or Vision is out there. He has his memories and he's we don't know what he's doing. We have no idea what's going on with him. He's just gone. And so it's been well, a, he's not working for Sword. It's not working for Sword. It's been a year since this, since this show came out. So it's like. For a year, Vision's just been flying around. No one's mentioned him. I don't think he anyone's do any. He didn't do anything with Spider Man. He's not. No one's curious about where he is. I haven't seen anybody write anything about it. There's no hints that he's going to be in any movies. I don't know if the guy. I don't know if if the actor has a contract. I don't know. So I mean, he's been in almost every single Marvel movie. He's no, got to be true. willing to do it more. He's been in almost everywhere. He's been, he wasn't in the first one. So you I didn't right. say I didn't say he was in all of them. I said almost all. Of That's them. true. You got you are like he, he was he, he was he was in uh, Iron Man, wasn't he? No, 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 no. It was a different voice. Oh, he well, it, oh, Mike, you're right. He did he, he did do the voice for Iron Man. So yeah, he has been in every <laughs> he has been in everything. You're yeah. right. I yeah. apologize. He's uh, so willing to keep playing Vision. I wouldn't want to do it anymore. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. So listen, if if you're listening, if you're listening, Paul Bayatney, Bentney, 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 if you're listening, please, and I know you're listening to our podcast because our <laughs> podcast is super successful, um, please call us and we would love to do an interview, a discussion, you know, talk about your future, the MCU, you know, it'd be, it'd be kind of fun. Yeah, you would love to hear his voice. You, what'd you say? It was like as smooth as butter. Oh, I w- yeah, dude. Yes, I would love to talk to him. It's fantastic. I would also yeah. want to know his workout regimen because it's it's also fantastic. Yeah. Um, well, so what else happens? This yeah, episode? I was watching the behind the scenes, and they didn't really go into detail. But apparently, he was wearing a prosthetic butt at some point <laughs> during the filming of this show. Maybe that's not funny, so, but I think it's funny. It's very, it's, uh, it's 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 extremely hilarious. Yeah, I'm wondering, I'm wondering why they did that. Maybe it was just to fill out the suit or something. I, I, I guess probably. So, so Jarvis, you never can tell what's prosthetic and what isn't. I can tell. I yeah. can tell. So, um, right. what else happens in this episode? What's that book's name? Darkhold. Darkhold? Mm-hmm. It's a weird name for a book. I guess. <laughs> they call it the Book of the Damned. That that 
that comes up in this episode. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the dog hold is in the comics. Uh, it's a, it was a big thing for a comic called the Midnight Suns, which you're probably gonna hear more about in the future. Uh, it's a big magic special dark holes darkness book. You probably gonna hear more about this too in the Doctor Strange movie that's coming out too. It's is this like Marvel's version of the Cryptonomicon? Yes, it actually is. It's very, <laughs> yeah. There's some there's some copyright infringement that could be accused of in there. 100 <laughs> percent. Yeah, it's it's definitely the same thing. Uh, uh, we learned that uh, Wanda is more powerful than the Sorcerer Supreme in this episode. Mm, yeah, I agree with that. I mean, that's what they say. Mm-hmm. I mean, she... Or that's what Agatha says. She definitely is is super powerful. I don't know why... Like, you don't, We don't have to compare each other all the time, but... Yeah. So she's more powerful than Wong. Yes. Yeah, that's funny, yeah. She's, she's, <laughs> she's more powerful than Social Supreme, 100%. But she doesn't know how to use her powers, so... Yeah, and that's yeah. that's the whole point of this this show is to like slowly explore her exploring her powers basically by using them mm-hmm. unethically, um, mm-hmm. and then being forced to relive her childhood by Agatha, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. yeah, it's just such a great way for her to develop her character, develop her powers, set the boundaries for what she is capable of coming to terms with her powers and her grief and realize i just think the show is so good like i'd rewatch this show yeah and it's a massive investment like you could tell that someone at marvel was talked to elizabeth olsen and everybody involved and like listen we're going to develop this character hardcore we're going to spend make a whole series out of it and we're going to explore your character thoroughly so we kind of want you to stay around for a while. And yeah. She, she I said, okay. And like, because like, again, like we said last episode, this movie is definitely going to help people watch Doctor Strange. Like more people are going to watch Doctor Strange 2 because of WandaVision than that, than would without it. Because it's a lot of questions. And we like the characters. And we're curious about the story. So we're, we're, we're definitely, we definitely are going to watch this. It'll be fun. Um, and like. It seems I, like Elizabeth Olsen has like a stick to from her family. Like her. Sisters were what in Full House for thirty years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah. So it seems like it runs in the family that they're willing to stick it out as long as you don't, um, yeah, do anything against them. The, like, the, sure. They did the, the Olsen twins did Full House, but they didn't do Fuller House. Well, yeah, you know, right? They were at a, a different point in their life, but yeah. yeah. Um, in this episode, we learn that, uh, or at least I learn, I don't know anything about this. I'm told by Agatha that uh, Wanda's destiny is to destroy the world. Is that, is that like a comic reference or something? Or what's the deal, what's the deal there? Well, let's go ahead. I guess that's in reference to her, if if uh, if she's the Scarlet Witch. Apparently the Scarlet Witch's destiny is to destroy the world. I think it's like one to set stakes and like kind of kind of almost be like a teaser to like a carrot you know dropped in front of you it could be a reference to house of m event Mm -hmm. that there's Mm going to be something similar because in this like nobody destroy the world in house of m yeah like nobody dies in in wandavision but in house of m when she at the very end says no more mutants a lot of people die Mm -hmm. um because either their powers were keeping them alive or they were doing something with their powers Mm -hmm. at the time like flying 
and then mm, that's you lose not your... destroying the world though that's like well, well if you're a mutant it is <laughs> yeah well, i mean it's a kind of world like tens it, of thousands it, of mutants it, it die does, it that's does like, that's like less deaths than uh thanos uh, well that is technically true um yeah i guess i guess you have to measure death levels but to then see what's bad and what's good but then when they all come back i don't know yeah well, it, and to tell to that, it's like the Scarlet Witch wasn't isn't like in this episode in this in this series, the Scarlet Witch is a title given to certain people, but in the comics there was only ever one Scarlet Witch, which was Max Wanda it was her it was her code name. So the the show's kind of trying to do certain things. I think by saying the Scarlet Witch is destined to destroy the world, it's amping up things that could happen later on in the yeah. MCU. Which I think is going to be fun to watch. We have to wait. We have to wait and see what happens in Doctor Strange two, mm-hmm. um, because I'm because I'm pretty sure whatever happens in Doctor Strange two is going to lead into the next Wanda shows that will be made. We know they're going to be made, and we have to just wait and see what they're going to do. We don't know yet. Yeah. I think because we're told her destiny is to destroy the world, that is confirmed that she is a uh, only a power of good in the upcoming. Um, Doctor Strange movie. Mm, I don't know. I'm curious. I'm really. When's it coming out? Next month? May. Oh my gosh. That's next. That's almost next month. I cannot wait. I'm super excited. Yeah, it's uh, two months from now, so it's almost next month. Well, yeah. It's, yeah. April. I, yeah. <laughs> it's April month. I keep forgetting. Anyway, um, other things that happen in this episode, we get the, we realize that Pietro is an actor manipulated by Agnes. I don't really want to get yeah, into he's it. He's the uh, he's the he's the husband she's been talking about. For the full series, yeah, that, yeah, just, you never meet uh, Randy. Is that his name? Yeah, Randy Bo- Boner. 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 <laughs> yeah, Boner. So silly. <laughs> it is what it is. Fine. But yeah, so he's been he's been uh, much like the kids in the neighborhood. He's been uh, hostage up in the attic of his house Do- by, doesn't by ex- Agatha the entire series. Doesn't explain how he has super speed. Doesn't explain how well, he got it. She's a very powerful witch, and she gave him super speed. That has to be the explanation. Right? Yeah, it's just, it's just I don't annoying. believe he can run that fast once Monica rips the like I mean, enchanted he, necklace. I mean, he's off just of a guy from the neighborhood, so he definitely doesn't have super speed. Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's Agatha. It's just annoying. Uh, it was Agatha all along. Yeah, yeah. it's Agatha all along. Uh, I don't like it. Uh, and then we get a super fight between. Um, this is actually a pretty clever fight between um wanda and agatha at the very end uh where um agatha used runes to block uh wanda's powers in the cave basement place and then Mm -hmm. wanda manipulated agnes to create the wounds no wanda manipulated the fight so she create runes that incorporates the entire hex that she made yeah so that made it specific space yeah and then you know she she beats the villain and then she ends up... And she made, like, uh, this whole time she made Agatha think that Wanda had given up. Okay, I'm going to give you all of my powers by zapping you over and over again. And you can see that you're weakening me. I'm starting to turn into, like, a emaciated old mummy. Um, but actually, that was just a spell. And she wasn't really um, changing. She was just altering her appearance to look like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was good. And then um, to to wrap it all up, uh, Wanda is the Scarlet Witch. She 
doesn't set things right exactly what she did. She she says that, hey, Agnes, you're going to stay here until I come get you. Uh, so that means that we're going to see Agnes skin. She then go, has a very soft. Yeah, Agnes, Agnes ha- uh, gets to play her, her role. She's the, the nosy neighbor. Yeah, which is in this town for the rest of her life until Wanda comes back. Yeah, which is probably going to be like next whenever they go do a thing. Uh, and right. then um, we get a touching moment where the, ta- the the hex is starting to to collapse. Uh, and then Wanda says goodbye to her children, which is super sad. And then she says goodbye to Vision, which is super sad. And then the hex envelops her and then it's all gone. And then all of a sudden the town is back to quote unquote normal and everybody's traumatized. And um, Wanda refuses to to take responsibility and have to deal with her actions. She flies off. <laughs> so, she says sorry to Monica. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, yeah, then, and then flies away. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm sorry that I did this. And she just, yeah. And I kind of feel like I would probably do the same thing. <laughs> it's like, I did some bad stuff. It was rough. But me sitting in jail is not going to help anyone. Especially me. Especially me. So, bye. Yeah. Oh, we and the the big the big bad the the sword villain he he didn't die did he he gets got arrested he got arrested yeah yeah there you go. yeah um, Darcy runs into his vehicle he gets like knocked out and then and then arrested yeah yeah Melissa what were you gonna say oh I was gonna say um, that I don't think that they shy away you mentioned this earlier that that it wasn't Agatha really doing anything to mm. Wanda like the whole premise of this whole kind of like everyone being tortured basically mm. um when when agnes like uh wakes everybody up and everyone's like begging her to let them escape and leave and stuff like that and wanda is like forced to like at least recognize that these are the consequences of her actions she does not apologize she does not do anything to the town she doesn't mm. like make any reparations mm. but she did at least have i think that they don't shy away from the fact that this is all her fault basically yeah um, and all yeah. these people are holding her accountable whether or not she's holding herself accountable or apologizing or doing anything to make up for the fact that their whole lives were on hold for I mean, like a month <laughs> it would have been super awkward if she had to apologize so you know yeah <laughs> yeah, it's, she it's, did like a walk of shame through the town. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She had a hoodie up over her head, kind of like you know. It was, it was good. Um, and then like we get two mid credit scenes. Uh, the so wait before we get into that, you brought up just like whether we like this episode or not with because it's basically just fight scenes. Yeah, Melissa, you go first. Did you like? Did you like how it all ended? Did you like how it all resolved itself? Yeah, it felt more like um, the ending of a movie when you have um, like a first intro movie for like whatever superhero this kind of just sort of felt like the end fight scene of any you know movie for a superhero it's so it was it was fine i liked um i liked the parts that weren't fighting uh more than the fighting but the fighting was pretty good mm-hmm. yeah i agree what about you mike i liked it a lot better since I watched the mid credit for the previous episode this time around. And so I knew uh, where white vision came from. Mm. That helped out a lot. Um, mm. uh, so I think I liked it a lot better. I know last episode, I told you too, that the last two episodes were probably my least favorite. And I think, you know, now that I watched all of these mid credit scenes, definitely amps them up a little bit. Um, 
And now I just kind of think it, I think the, the series was actually relatively even from beginning to end. Yeah. Like, I don't really have a favorite. This is a, it's a, it's a great, it's, it is without a doubt the best Marvel series they've done. And, um, yeah. hopefully they can but try on to my talk. first watch through when I was missing all these mid credit scenes, I definitely did not like the last two episodes as much. Yeah. Uh, we do get two mid credit scenes here. Well, what about you? What about you? I loved it. It's great. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Two mid credit scenes. Yeah, that's all I got to say. Two mid credit right. scenes. The first one we get is uh, Monica is uh, we is talks to a sword agent, but it's revealed that the sword agent is actually a scroll, and that Nick Fury mm-hmm. wants to talk to Monica, and they have, and they go go up into space. Uh, that is yep. definitely hinting at a couple of different Marvel things. It's going to be a Secret Invasion series coming out. And then the Marvels, um, where it's going to be Monica Rambeau, Captain Marvel, and Miss Marvel from the Miss Marvel series. It's going, it's going to be a while until we see any of this stuff come out, but that's the kind of hint to that. And Miss Marvel's a new TV show we're seeing this year, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we get a cool scene where I guess Wanda's in the middle of the I don't know where she is uh, Scandinavia I guess a magical valley of her creation I think I don't uh, I don't want to go there I don't want to go there but she's somewhere kind of special wherever she is uh, and we see her doing stuff all the trees are on a grid yeah okay it might be something she's manipulating I don't know <laughs> I was not, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. we don't know but the cool thing about this is that is that. There's like the astral form of Monica of I'm sorry of uh, Wanda is reading the Darkhold, and we hear the screams of her children, um, right? Which is super interesting. Which which is definitely going to tie into Doctor Strange too. Yeah, um, it makes me think of the time when Doctor Strange was going through all of the different multiverses mm-hmm. to try to figure out what was the way to beat uh, Thanos. Yeah, and so this makes me think she's going through multiverses to find their kids, her real children. Yeah. yeah, we don't know. It's it's it's, it's we don't know, but uh, I like I like that. Uh, for some reason, I'm really invested in her and her kids. I don't know why. I just really am interested in her finding her children. I don't they know why. They were cute. They yeah. were adorable. Mm-hmm. So that well, you probably have like a lot of investment in their her children from the comics, right? No, I think it's just a personal thing. I don't know why. I just. I don't know. It, it, it hits a certain note. Okay. Um, and that's it. That's the end of the series. Uh, that's WandaVision. That is WandaVision. That took a yep. year, it took a year for us to get to. Almost exactly a year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's worth the wait. Yep. Hopefully our listeners, um, I know our listeners were wondering when we we're going to get to this. And we finally did. So it's good. Yeah. Got a lot of votes. Yeah. Lots of people wanted us to talk about it. There you go. Um, Melissa, thank you for being here for it. It was really fun. Yeah, I loved rewatching all these episodes. Um, I have some news you can abuse, Mike, if you're ready. I'm born ready. <laughs> I uh, eagerly await news you can abuse. I, I don't have any. Um, I don't have any rumor boomers though. So. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I'll have I'll have some rumors boomers next time. News okay. you can't abuse. Uh, a Nova series is definitely going to come at some point. The guy who's writing Moon Knight is going to do it. We don't know if it's a movie. We don't know if it's a series, but we're going to see Nova. Um, if you saw Guardians, Nova is the guy that we never see in Guardians of the Galaxy. Correct. Right? Correct. The Nova Corps yes, is up there. Correct. And I I can't tell I can't tell listeners how amazing the annihilation series is and melissa i don't know if you've ever read them um no. but 
it's a story where Nova, so it's Nova Corps is like a big thousands of space cops. They get killed by an invasion army of alien bugs. He's the last, Rick Ryder is the last Nova left. And he's in charge of trying to save the galaxy, the universe, basically. And it's a huge war story. And it's fantastic. Um, And then Marvel writes some other stuff and it turns into a disaster. And this suffers tremendously. But anyway, I'm super curious about this Nova series. We'll see how it goes. Nova is and, the Nova Prime, right? Yeah, it's yeah. I don't know what they're going to do, um, but it's either going to so be so the Nova would be the 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 person who took over Glenn Close's position from the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. I'm going to say yes, even though that's okay. kind of not true. But I'm going to give you a yes on that. That's what you told me though from the comics. Like, there's a Nova Prime. They're the leader. Yes, and her. that's who Nova is. That's who Nova is, right? Basically, yes. Yeah, okay. kind of, okay. yes, sort of. Uh, and Black Panther, Wakanda Forever has wrapped. The filming's done. So we'll see that at some point soon. We'll see. The The filming of it was pretty contentious. They had a lot of issues. Um, so hopefully they're, they're going to make it. The hype for it's pretty high, but hopefully they're going to figure out. Hopefully a movie's going to be okay. Um, I don't know what they're going to do um, because um, Chadwick um, passed away, sadly. But um, hopefully they'll figure out something to make this the, the show to make the movie still have the flair it did before but i don't know is shiri yeah, we'll the black one. panther in this movie uh, we don't know it's all oh, okay. it's all kind of we don't know yet mm-hmm. um but we do know in the in the comics we do know that shiri does become the black panther at some mm-hmm. point yeah um but we don't know if, it's, if she's going to, i don't know and the actress is, has has a, has some things going on it's behind the scenes stuff that um mm-hmm. I don't know if it's personal issues, but she apparently she's hard, hard to work with, maybe. I don't know, but we'll just have to wait and see. All right, and that is it for news we can't abuse. That's all the news. That's, all, that's it. Next up, we're talking about Moon Knight. Yeah, we are. Next, yeah, it's going to be great. I'm looking forward to that. Me too. Yeah, it's going to be good. Because I have no idea about Moon Knight stuff, so it's going to be, you guys, every, Mike, you, you will be able to talk about Moon Knight just as well as I can. Well, okay. okay. As soon as I said that, I was—I realized that probably. Wouldn't be yeah, it's probably not true. <laughs> Although I do like the moon, so maybe I'll. Okay, have yeah, some moon, I could, I could totally moon do moon knowledge. Bridge, I can uh, throw in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Melissa, how could we um, find out more about your podcast? How can we learn more about your podcast? You can check us out on um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the places you find your podcasts. We're the SJW Comic Book Club. We are on Twitter and Instagram at SJW Comics Cast. Um, so check us out and we, we have short seasons, but we pick themes for seasons and we just talk about comics and it's fun. (laughs) Super fun. Super fun. And, um, Mike, how can they find out about us? We're everywhere you can find podcasts. We're on Twitter at super sideshow and we have a thriving, uh, Reddit community. I'm told. Is that right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) You got it. You got, you got everything going last time. It's so good. You were watching basketball and fully building out the Reddit, right? I just, that's all I did all day yesterday. Yeah, but don't go there. Don't go to the Reddit page, Mike, just yet. Just don't just wait. <laughs> just wait a while. Until you go okay, so Reddit is still uh, still uh, coming. I'm just. I'm not busy. I'm just interested in other things right now. <laughs> But well, we are on Twitter at Super Sideshow. Yeah, so we're, you can, we're, we're, you can we're hit us up there. We are heavily active. Tell us, on tell Twitter. us what to talk about next. 
Well, we, know, we run we were on polls on Twitter. Did you know that we run polls on Twitter? Yeah, but we're doing Moon Knight next. We're doing Moon Knight next, but after that, we'll be like, "What do we do? What do we do after Moon Knight?" And the people that follow us on Twitter will be able to tell us yeah, what to yeah. do. Right? It's fun. You get to tell us what to do. 